This is Pastor Charles Stoker. I want to personally welcome you to the Kindle to Fire podcast from the pulpit of Highway Tabernacle Church in Cleveland, Texas. Praise God. Romans chapter 10 and verse 6. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the righteousness of faith speaketh on this wise. I want to stop right there. But the righteousness of faith... Everybody say, the right kind of faith. The righteousness of faith, or the right kind of faith, speaketh on this matter. I want to preach a message this morning entitled, Faith Speaks. Faith Speaks. And I want to take a look at these two words, and I want to isolate these words this morning. The words, Faith Speaketh, or Faith Speaks. Everybody say, Faith Speaks. Put your hand up here about four or five inches from your mouth and say, Faith speaks. What did you feel against your hand? You felt breath. You felt air. Say it again. Do this. Say, Faith speaks. You see, you are a speaking creature. You speak. You've been given the authority to speak. When you speak, your words become spirit. Come on, say, Man. The same word for air or airways is spirit spirit so when you speak a word or you speak a thing those words become spirit and so the they they will become what you speak you will become you'll frame your world with your words as you speak now that's for good or for that's for bad the things that you've spoken that have been negative the things that you've spoken that have torn down those words became spirit and authorized the enemy and gave the enemy leave to attack those enemy those areas of your life you can cancel those words with better words can somebody say man so faith speaks faith speaks of all the things that faith does this is probably the foremost of all the things that faith does this is the foremost you see faith speaks to mountains commanding them to move faith doesn't just look at the mountain or think about the mountain or measure the mountain or contemplate the mountain faith speaks to the mountain and the mountain moves faith speaks to the impatient telling it to wait It speaks to the impatient and tells it to wait, to wait on God, to wait on the Lord, to wait on God's plan. Don't get ahead of God's plan. Faith speaks to the impotence and says, rise up and walk. Rise up and walk. Peter said to the man at the gate in Acts 3, he said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And what did the man do? The word said the man went running and leaping and praising God. There's a lot of people right now in this room that there are things in your life that are hindering you, that are frustrating you, that are like mountains that are in your way, and it's coming against you, and it's pulling you down emotionally and spiritually and physically. It's time today to begin to frame your words, form your words, put your words together, and begin to attack these areas of your life. Can somebody say amen? You see, the nation that invades is the nation that has the upper hand. Can somebody say amen? That's why President Bush invaded these other nations, was he wanted to invade them before they invaded us. 
Can somebody say amen? Makes pretty good sense to everybody but the American media. But think about it this morning. If we invade these areas with good words, we're going to see some breakthroughs. How many needs a breakthrough this morning? In your health, in your finance, in your marriage, in your home, you need a breakthrough. Those that are watching by television, today's your day for a supernatural breakthrough. Thank you for tuning in. Highway Tabernacle, let them know and let the devil know that we are here today to see a mighty breakthrough in our lives in the name of Jesus today's a day of a breakthrough David wrote in Psalm 107 2 he said let the redeemed of the Lord let the redeemed of the Lord (laughs) some of you are not speaking he said let the redeemed of the Lord don't let the devil do your talking for you. Don't let the doubters do their, your talking for you. Don't let your circumstances do your talking for you. Everybody say, I am redeemed. I've been bought with the price and the blood of Jesus. I'm a child of God. Come on, say amen. And I've got something to say. Slap your neighbor and say, I've got something to say about that. The doctor says, you've got cancer. Say, I've got something to say about that. The marriage counselor says, you might as well divorce. Your marriage won't work. You're not compatible. Shout, I've got something to say about that. Come on, say, man. The pink slip comes. The boss says, we're going to have to lay you off. Uh, Looks like that things uh, are, are getting bad. Shout, I've got something to say about that. Come on, say, man. Letter comes in August, says you won't get a raise. Somebody shout, I've got something to say about that. Come on, say, man. I get a call in the middle of the night. My dad's got infection in his arm, high fever, but I've got something to say about that. The Word of God said, let the redeemed of the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, speaking puts it, puts it out on the limb. Speaking it out puts it out on a limb. The original Hebrew back in Genesis creation story implies that man is a speaking spirit. Everybody say speaking spirit with your hand over your, over your mouth. Say speaking spirit. We are speaking spirits. If the spirit speaks, then everything in the spiritual realm must have ears. So if the Spirit speaks, everything in the spiritual realm must have ears. Your problems have ears. I'm preaching real good this morning. Your physical need has ears. Your situation has ears hanging on it. So if we are speaking spirits, then that indicates to me that everything that is out there has ears to hear. The Word of God said, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says. Come on, say amen. How many like for your financial trouble to hear you speak wealth? You're not hearing what I'm saying. I said, how many would like for your financial problems to hear you speak wealth? How many like for your marital problems to to hear you speak peace and harmony and unity into it? You see, for every set of problems, there's a set of ears. I wish y'all would help me preach this morning. I've been up all night, but I wore my preaching breeches this morning. Come on, say amen. Everything that has ears to hear, (laughs) hallelujah, grab that checkbook and say, you're going to hear me. I'm going to speak into you. (laughs) Hallelujah. Put your arms around that wife and say, you're going to hear me and you're going to hear me now. Our marriage is going to work. This is going to work. Can somebody shout amen? Hallelujah. (laughs) Grab that letter you got from that employer, that letter you got from that doctor, or that letter you got from that insurance company, or that letter that you got from the electric company, and say, letter, I know you've got ears to hear, and I'm going to speak right into this letter. 
<laughs> Come on, say amen. Hallelujah. That's why you can read a letter and it will affect you emotionally. Why? Because it affects your soul and your spirit and your spirit hears the words of those letters. Can somebody say amen? amen. If the cosmos has ears, then it can hear the command stop and go. If the cosmos has ears, then it can hear the command stop and go. Over and over in Genesis chapter 1, it records, God said and it was so. God said and it was so. Come on, say amen. I understand now, watching the Discovery Channel last week, that all of the major scientists that are studying astrology and they're studying uh, uh, the universe and studying our beginning have now all agreed that there was no such thing as the Big Bang Theory. How many has ever heard of the Big Bang Theory? That, that everything there is and everything that we see and all that's around us came from a Big Bang, a big explosion, and there it was. That's like taking a stick of dynamite and blowing up the public library, and when the smoke settles and the dust clears, every book has been put in one, and it's called the Webster Dictionary. Just a Big Bang. There it all is. Come on, say amen. They've decided now that it was not a Big Bang, it was a Small Bang. They said that everything that caused all that there is could have been put in a thimble. One atom, one thimble, and there was a reaction, and there was not a big bang, but a small bang, but the bang got bigger and got better as time went on. It's so much easier to believe that God said, and it was. <laughs> They've spent millions to try to figure out some answer. And one of the scientists said, he said, you know, in all of our wisdom, in all of our knowledge, and in all of our understanding, he said, probably one day a child will come along with a simple answer that will put the whole puzzle together. They already have. In the beginning was God. In the beginning was God. Can somebody say amen? And yes, it was not a big bang. It was a small bang. It was just God saying with his words, let there be light. Come on, say amen. Now we're made in his likeness and we're made in his image. That means that we too speak. If God said and it's so, then that means that you and I in his likeness and in his image that we can speak as well. Can somebody say amen? amen? Nancy Pelosi isn't the real speaker of the house. You are. Y'all yeah. aren't getting excited at all with me this morning. I said, Miss Nancy Pelosi is not the speaker of the house. You're the speaker of your house. What you say is what you get. I said, what you say is what you get. Now that works in the physical realm. Come on, say that, you've never, that you'll never get ahead and you won't. Say that you never get ahead and you won't. Say you're going to take sick or you're going to catch cold and the cold will slow down enough to where you'll be able to catch it. <laughs> I've had people say to me, I'm coming down with this. Don't go down to its level. Go up to a higher level of health and blessing. I'm catching this. Don't catch that. Run from that. Resist that. You say to Johnny that he's a little dummy boy and your prophecy is going to be fulfilled. He's going to grow up thinking that he don't have a, the sense that God gave a goose. Can somebody say amen? amen? So your words are powerful. It also works in the metaphysical realm. 
Jesus said in Matthew 8, 16, cast out the spirits with his words. He cast out the spirits with his words. You know, it wheels in the unseen world don't turn by wishful thinking. The wheels turn by powerful speaking. Can somebody say amen? See, words have to be spoken. Death and life from the power of the tongue, Proverbs 18, 24. Turn to your neighbor and say, you look good today. Say it louder. Slap them. Say, I said you look good today. <laughs> Some of them hadn't heard that so long. They thought she was talking to somebody else. Who? who me? Me? <laughs> Didn't that make you feel good? Now, what would have been like it if I'd had you turn to your neighbor and say, are you sick? Do you feel all right? <laughs> yeah, uh, before Laura Godkin went away to college, she was coming down the hall of the church one day, and she came around the corner, and I said, I said, hi, Laura, how are you feeling today? She kind of looked funny, and she said, well, uh, okay. And a few minutes, she said, uh, do, do, do I look sick? Is there something wrong with me? <laughs> I said, no, I'm just asking you a question. I said, I just, you look good, and I just wanted to know, you know, what's your secret? <laughs> Come on, say amen. But it's amazing how words work on us. Come on, say amen. Words work on us. It can destroy, it can tear down, it can steal, it can rob, or it can build up, it can encourage, it can enhance. Can somebody say amen? It can edify. Can somebody, and edify needs to build one another up. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm going to build you up whether you want to be built up or not. <laughs> Come on, say amen. Say, I'm getting ready to invade you. <laughs> I'm getting ready to march on you. Come on, say amen. Say, you're going to not only get over it, but you're going to get above it. Can somebody say amen? See, these words have to be spoken. The vote is cast by what flows from our mouth. The vote is cast by what flows from our mouth. And as evil opponents are defeated by our words, so likewise positive allies are armed by our words. If evil opponents are defeated by our words, so likewise positive allies are armed by our words. So as we speak good words, everything around us is going to be fortified and get better. Can somebody say amen? David said, the angels hearken unto the voice of his spoken word. Psalm 103.20. Listen, angels hearken unto his spoken word. Commercial says, when E.F. Hutton speaks, people listen. I wish y'all would help me preach. When E.F. Hutton speaks, people listen. Well, if you've been watching the stock market like I have the last few days lately, forget Hutton. Hutton who? <laughs> Come on, say amen. You don't need somebody somewhere giving you advice. You need to hear from the Lord as to know what to do. Can somebody say amen? But when a child of God speaks, all creation. Listens. I said, when a child of God speaks, all creation listens. The word said, angels hearken to his words. And so heaven stands at attention. All creation stands at attention. Yes, when you speak those good words. Creation stands at attention when you speak. The word of God says, angels hearken to your words. Angels hearken to your words. Can somebody say amen? amen. And so what you speak causes your allies to come together with you. Amen. I'd rather have the angels with me. Amen. I'd rather have heaven with me. 
Doesn't matter if hell is against me. If I've got heaven with me, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. Can somebody say amen? So if you want demons to be running the business of your house, speak negative things because you are allied with the demons. But listen, if you want the angels of prosperity and the angels of blessing and the angels bearing good news and good messages to be with you and be part of your house, speak the positive in Jesus' name. Can somebody say amen? The Word says, where the Word of the King is, there's power. Ecclesiastic 8, 4. Where the Word of the King is, there's power. Everyone say, I am a child of the King. I spoke last week on being ambassadors. Talked about Condoleezza Rice and how although that she's not a very big, soaking wet, maybe weigh 120 pounds at the most. But when she steps off a plane, walks on the tarmac, approaches a microphone and speaks, she speaks for the United States of America and she says she has its full backing when she speaks. You do too. I wish you'd get excited about it. You do too. Greater is he that's with you. There's more with you than there are against you. Did you know as you speak good and you speak positive, there are angels more. Only a third of the angels were cast out of heaven. That means two-thirds along with maybe more that the Lord has created and positioned. Did you know that you have more with you than there are against you? How can you lose when you have all of heaven right there at your beck and call? Can somebody shout amen? Hallelujah. I'm not preaching like a man that's been up all night. I'm preaching with authority because God's Word gives us that authority. Come on, say amen. Hallelujah. You see, God hears angels hearken. Men and women hope, demons heed, and hell high tells it out when we speak a good word. Can somebody say amen? <laughs> Woo, glory. The word of a king. Somebody say, the word of a king. So we are speaking with authority. Everybody clear your throat. <clears throat> Speak with authority. There's power in the word of a king. We serve the king of kings and the Lord of lords. So we learn to speak by that authority and speak with that authority. Matthew 8, 9 said, I say to this man, go when he goes. That's authority. Jesus said in and Matthew eight thirty two, and Jesus said unto him, Go. That's authority. Go when he goes. Jesus said, Go. He says, Come. He said, Go. He said, Go when he goes. Get up. He gets up. Sit down. He sat down. Move. He moves. That's authority that goes and that speaks and that it's the word of the king. Wouldn't it be wonderful if our words would not only become positive, but our words would have such authority that when we said sickness go, it has to go. When we say affliction go, it's got to go. So we're speaking words that are positive, but let's also speak words of authority. We are speaking the word of the King of Kings. The centurion impressed Jesus when his understanding of the subject of authority was discussed. Because the centurion, when he came to Jesus, he came knowing what authority represented. He said, I'm a man of authority. 
He said, I'm a centurion. I'm over either a hundred men or maybe a thousand men. And he said, I have authority. And I speak and they go and I say, come and they come and they stand at attention. I know what authority and protocol is. And Jesus was impressed with that. In the fourth part of verse 9 of this uh, chapter uh, 8 of Matthew, he claimed to be a man under authority. He said, I'm a man under authority. He said, I can speak to these men and they will go. Or I can say, come and they'll come. He said, I can do that because I'm a man under authority. And so what this centurion was saying was, I am under the authority of the Caesar. If I can get under the authority of the healer, if Caesar can give me the authority to command a battalion and we can say, come and they come and go and they go, then the centurion was saying to the Lord, if you can give me that same spiritual authority, you won't have to come to my house for my servant to get well. All you have to do is give me the word that he's well. Praise God. <laughs> come on, say amen. And he said, I can go by that word because I know what authority represents. Come on, say amen. You see, he had the backing that went through a chain of command all the way, if need be, to Rome, even to Caesar himself. So this centurion had all of Rome, this Roman empire, this powerful army, and Caesar and all the rule of Rome, he had them behind him. Remember again, where the word of a king is, there is power. Where is the king this morning? He's in you. You're children of the king. Hit you never say, I'm a king's kid. Say, I'm spoiled. Say, I'm used to getting my way. Because my way's God's way. And my will's God's will. Come on, say, ma'am. You see, all authority is delegated from a higher source. All authority is delegated from a higher source. No one has true authority save those that are under authority. So you don't have authority unless you're under authority. Come on, say amen. All authority ultimately comes from above. 1 Corinthians 13, 1 said, For there's no authority but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. You see, a lieutenant has authority because the captain above him, and so on and so on. The commander-in-chief gives the order. The generals take the order and they issue orders. Then they issue orders to those under them and those under them and those under them. <laughs> That's authority. For the word of the king is, there is power. That word power is authority. Amen. Come on, say amen. amen. So what we're doing is, we are speaking the words of God. We are speaking the words of the King. We are speaking the words of the Lord. Jesus himself said, greater works than these shall you do. Amen. Why? Because he said, I go to my Father, which meant this. I'm going to my Father. He's going to declare me King of kings and Lord of lords and put everything under my feet. And so when you are under me, you are under the full authority of the power of God that has been given me. Jesus said, be still. We say, be still. Jesus said, be healed. We say, be healed. Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. You say, get behind me, Satan. Because we are under his lordship and his authority. 
See, most believers are familiar with a verse that says, resist the devil and he'll flee from you, James 4, 7. How many has quoted that many times? Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. But how does that actually work? You see, the first half of that verse that we leave out states this, submit yourselves therefore to God. Submit yourselves therefore to God. So if we have humbled ourselves, submitted to God, we are under His Lordship. We are under His authority. Then we will be able by that authority to resist the devil and he has no choice but to flee from us. Those that have been watching by television, this will work for you in that living room like it's working in this church house right now. Can I get a witness in this church house? It'll work for you in that living room like it's working right now. It's time for you to take the gavel and strike it down and say, I get under the authority of the Lord. I surrender my life to the Lord. I put it all in His hands. And now tell the devil to get out. Say, fear, get out of here. Devil, you got to go. Come on. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, it's done. In the name of Jesus. If you've been blessed by the broadcast today, Pastor Stoker would like you to prayerfully consider becoming a financial partner. Join with Pastor Stoker and other Kindle to Fire partners to reach into the hearts of lost and hurting people in your neighborhood and around your world. Please use the information on the screen to partner with us and help us take the power of the cross to a lost and dying world. We really need your financial support at this time. Please help keep Kindle the Fire on the air. God bless you and thank you for your spirit-led support. This is Pastor Charles Stoker. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. If you'd like to speak to one of our prayer partners, please call us toll-free at 800-643-0399. That's 800-643-0399. Our prayer partners are standing by, and they're always ready to pray for your needs. Here's our announcer to give you more information about the Kindle the Fire television and podcast ministry. Remember the toll-free number to call is 1-800-643-0399. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. Now here's our announcer. We trust that Pastor Stoker's message has kindled the fire of God in your heart. We would like to give you the opportunity to receive today's message in its entirety. Your gift will help us fulfill the call of God to kindle the fire and stir the flames of revival to our nation and around the world. In addition, if you are living in or going to be visiting the greater Houston area, we would like you to join us for one of our services at Highway Tabernacle. Our church is located on Highway 321, just seven miles east of Cleveland. Visit our website, kindlethefire.com, for service times. We hope you've enjoyed Kindle the Fire and the ministry of Charles Stoker. This ministry has touched the lives of thousands through camp meetings, conferences, and church revivals. If you are a pastor or conference organizer that is interested in having Pastor Stoker minister at an upcoming event, please contact our office today for more information. God bless you, and thank you for joining us today. And please join us again next time for Kindle the Fire.